You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. Kodak Black with Super Gremlin on 1067 The Beat. Columbus is real hip hop and R&B. Shahid's rock with you and your speakers. The SS Experience live on your radio. Boozy Vegas is on the show. Everybody else is straggling behind. Uh, what up, though? You know what I'm saying? Welcome back. You know what I'm saying? Um, we did a little bit of our uh, Washington Eagles talk uh, before the show. So make sure that you listen to the podcast side. So we, since, we, since we just came out of a Kodak Black song, did you hear Kodak Black's uh, little ill feelings towards Lotto? Um, I told y'all I was at the BET Hip Hop Awards uh, two weekends ago, and uh, Lotto won Song of the Year for Big Energy. Again, Hip Hop Awards, we don't play that song on the urban radio. Doggone, uh, Kodak Black fell the way to the point where he even called her a mutt. Well, the thing about Kodak Black is he's really mad because he could not get her. You remember, she wanted a feature, and he kind of insinuated the hooking up. And he just mad that 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 she turned him down. And that's really what this is about. You know, she did a podcast talking about how he wanted, you know, he was trying to get with her and all that. So I just think it's one of them situations where he just mad that he couldn't get her and he not letting it go and he being petty. You know what I mean? So um, I think with Kodak Black, we don't look for him to be the most intelligent, uh, PC, politically correct. So it's Kodak Black, you know, you know. I want, I'm a, on the podcast side, I'm going to take it to a more of a musical thing because should Lotto have won Song of the Year at a Hip Hop Awards for a song that's not played on hip hop radio? Just want to have that conversation. It's so what song was that? So, so what song are you talking about? Because Big Energy was definitely played. Not here, which may be our program director's fault. I probably shouldn't have said that. Edit that you out. I not have said that because I love doing this show weekly and you're going to mess <laughs> this up for me. I love being in multiple markets. But that song was a smash hit on urban radio. That was that was one of the biggest ones of the, of the, of the summer. Everybody who's in the production department, I normally don't like to edit. Edit that part out. Please do or we're all canceled. It's 167 to beat. Yeah, I'm definitely going to edit a lot of that part out. But yeah, bro, like no cap to you. On our station here, we didn't play a lot of those big energy. You know what I'm saying? Like at all. But on our sister station, the top 40 station, then and I'm in real rap. So it was playing big energy and I was in my VP's office and they was talking, he was talking to his boss and they was like, yeah, big energy, Lotto, it's not really charting very well. So then they took it off the air. So we wasn't playing it for a hot minute. We just started playing it again. I probably say maybe about two weeks before the BET hip hop awards uh, came out. You know what I'm saying? Or was, was, was about to be on. So I was thinking if that's the case, somebody probably made a phone call and be like, yo, we need, we need this song back in rotation because it really had fell off. You know what I'm saying? Like it really had fell off. So Well, let me tell you how big it was in that area. It was so big that they did a remix with Mariah Carey. No, 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 no. We no no, I'm hip to that, but let me ask you this though. So you're in DC, did um and again I'm trying to remember, uh WPCG, that's y'all hip that's w- one of y- WPGC, WKYS, WHUR. We got Baltimore stations as well. So we kind of got like them. No, 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 no. I got you. I got you. I, I was about to just ask. So did those hip hop stations play that Lotto Big Energy? One hundred percent. It was. Okay. It was one. It was definitely one of the top songs of the summer in this region, and it was so hot that Mariah jumped on on and did a remix, and it was definitely. Uh, and they had uh, Old Dirty Bassin on it, so it kind of like took you back. So um, it was definitely one of, one of the biggest ones. But I, I, I really think with the whole Lotto thing, I love is the fact that we actually we actually watched her grow up, you know. And I think that you know her as a little girl, her father, 
Yeah, I was late. I was I was late. I was late to the party. I ain't gonna cap to you. I was late to the party. Yeah. I, I didn't peep Lotto until she was what she is right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm late to yeah, the party. Yeah, so the thing about Lotto was for me, I guess as a instructor and a, you know, uncle and a father and all that, um, it's hard for me to look at her like a beautiful, you know, as like everybody else is lusting over her because I remember her as a child chasing her dreams with her dad. So I never was into it and I'm still uncomfortable with her adult content. It's, it's like a real, you know, it's still a, a, an adjustment for me because she was the star of that reality show with Jermaine Dupree as a child. And, you know, but it's going to show you how life goes. And once again, Jermaine Dupree is missed on somebody else because obviously he didn't see it because he let her go. But she definitely had the song of the summer, bro, like in this region. I, I'm not saying it was the song, but it was definitely top three. No I wanna, question, bro. I want to drive the conversation to two places real quick. I want to drive the conversation because Kodak Black also said the whole women's empowerment thing was also one of the reasons why she won because he also said if that was the case, you should have gave Glorilla, you know what I'm saying, that joint for um for FNF. But let me ask you this, though. I agree with that. But let me ask you this, though. Kodak Black Super Gremlin? Nigga, we play that heavy on this stage. Like, nigga, we just came out of the song. If I go into this log right now, I can probably tell you out of the five hours that I'm going to be on air, I'm going to come out of Kodak Black probably three times. Three times well, in the stop set. And then one time, you know what I'm saying, in between songs. Well, let me say this, though. You could argue that all three of them songs were probably the song of, of the summer. If I had to choose one, it would definitely be Gorilla. It really probably would be. But she would be close second. You know what I mean? It, it, and that song was a crossover hit on a lot of stations to the point where Mariah had to do a, a, a remix. But any one of those songs could have been song of the year and everybody would have been like, OK, cool. So sometimes it just matter. Sometimes it's probably what, what region you in. Uh, but Gorilla to me probably did have the number one song though. Okay, okay, okay. Even though it wasn't out for the whole entire year, because I kind of I kind of like rate that into it as well as far as like the time frame. Like you can't give me a banger four months towards the you know the year ending and get song of the year because it's like. Next year you can get that because you'll have like a full year, but you can't come through with a banger with like three months left to go and get song of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's asinine to me. I can, real, for real. I can actually see your point, but I can see if somebody gave it to it because it took over. Like it, you know what I mean? Like that didn't put that girl on the map. That one song, like that was, and then how many remixes is it, it is of it now? Oh, so it definitely was definitely. Show. Huh? No, hella remix. I agree. Hella remixes. Yeah, it's hella remixes. And a lot of them are good. So, um, but I do think the female empowerment thing is happening. And sometimes that's just how it happens. You know what I mean? It it, it just happens that way. You know what I mean? And some people should have saw it coming with Cardi, Megan Thee Stallion. In the last couple of years, a female was just dominating. But um, yeah, he uh, uh, Kodak just mad because he ain't hit. And that's really what that's about. And that's lame, bro. So he can, he can go ahead and just yeah, he, yeah he, he he can get over. Yeah, man, cuz like taking the personal like emotions out of the way, I just like I said, I feel his argument. You know what I'm saying? Just saying basically like how his song is everywhere like with Super Gremlin. I mean, now do I like Super Gremlin? It's like it's cool. Like there's a couple of punch, you know, lines and shit that he say that you just like, "Okay, all right, Kodak, I'm with you, but I'm an older guy, you know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's hard for you. It's hard for these new niggas. If you want to call Kodak Black a new nigga, cause he's been out for a couple of years. It's hard for them niggas to move me. You know what I'm saying? To that, to that level, you know what I'm saying? But if I'm just, if I'm just 
putting my radio personality hat on, looking at the log, just knowing how often and how many times we play Super Gremlin, I would have thought that for real, for real, that shit would have been fucking like a runaway, hands down, Kodak Black, you know what I'm saying? Jordan, game six, it's over. We're not doing a game seven. It's a wrap. It's all him. So the women empowerment thing, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to give credence to that because I don't really want smoke with that type of argument. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to I don't want to make it just seem like, uh, I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make it seem like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, Hello. women and all that, women and all of that just, just, you know, doggone, um, getting awards and stuff and it's not warranted don't want to have that conversation whatsoever but what i will say is this though you know what i'm saying is that call that black does have a banger now again different regions and stuff i'm primarily out here you know in columbus you know listening to our radio i don't really get a chance to listen to other stations you know hip-hop stations like that you know like i used to so i can't say what a station in New York does, or I can't say what a station in LA or Atlanta does, you know what I'm saying, as far as with uh, Lotto. But um, I love Lotto as an individual. I love Lotto as a vibe, as a person. I like how she talks that shit. And, you know, Lotto winning song of the year for Big Energy, I personally have no beef about it. I can poke holes as to why it probably shouldn't have happened, but I'm 100% cool with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be the dude standing on a soapbox like, no, she shouldn't have won. Nah, like you won, well-deserved, hell of a play. I hope to see her get more awards, more opportunities um, and all that. But before we end the conversation, is a BET Hip Hop Award really a thing? Like, like, are we really coveting the BET Hip Hop Award? Like, really? Like, is is that is that really a thing? Well, let me say this: it means something to somebody, so we can't minimize it. It may not mean nothing to us to our generation, but to other generations, it does mean something. And I do think it's great for the culture and for them to en- engage and keep the historical contents of what BET means. You know what I mean? It, almost like Soul Train Awards, like. Yeah, it may not be what it used to be, but it still means something to somebody. So we should never minimize it. And Glorilla was so happy that she said that was her first award, you know what I'm saying, in music. So, no, nah, definitely uh, big ups to uh, the BET uh, Hip Hop Awards. You know what I'm saying? I, would I care about a BET Award? That shit probably ranks along the same line as a Source Award. And we all know that nobody gives a fuck about a Source Award anymore. But I would love for the Source Awards to come back because that was some of the most dopest shit ever on fucking TV. Not going to lie. Absolutely. I miss it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, RIP to the uh, Source Awards. So let's go ahead and uh, switch it up real quick. All right, Future, smooth out the vibes. Wait for you on 1670 B. Hey, Paul, Paul. Can I, can, let, let, let me return this tech. Give me one second. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I'll just dog on uh, filibuster um, real quick. As a matter of fact, I can do the radio part of filibuster. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to take too much time. Let's go ahead and, um, as a matter of fact, let's not edit that part. Let's just keep that in. Future Wayfield, 1067 to Big Columbus's Real Hip Hop and R&B. It's the SS Experience live on your radio. Bootsy Vegas is on the show. And um, I got, we, we, we were talking about the whole Lotto thing and women empowerment. So let's go back and listen to the podcast side because... We think Kodak Black was out of pocket with what he said, just not exactly what he felt. He had a little bit of facts with it, but let's go back to the podcast side. You'll see uh, what we were talking about. So, Bootsy, I want to uh, bring up, up a story to you uh, real quick. You know what I'm saying? Why are you in your phone texting? But just real quick, though. So, a Georgia man did the most craziest, biggest heist from jail. This dude stole $11 million from a billionaire from, a, from, from jail. 
know what I'm saying? Somebody was smuggling cell phones in. He made the appropriate calls that he made to make and took eleven million dollars. If you was in, oh no, we're gonna talk about it on the podcast side, but um, at Haney Hardaway seven five, hell of a play. Still eleven million dollars from a billionaire, and you in jail? Crazy. I love he it. Missed, I love it. Just, he just give me some calling. Joy. He missed his calling, bro. Jesus. While in jail, though, so you're already in jail for a crime, and you commit a probably a bigger crime while in jail. And guess, and you know what he did with that money? He bought a 4.4 million dollar mansion while in jail. So when he gets out of jail, which I, they probably gonna seize the mansion, but I'm just saying his whole probably plan was, shit, I'm about to go to the mansion. I'm good. Or they probably should give him something just because he pulled it off. Like he should get some type of reward just for pulling it off and getting that far. Look, we're going to talk about more on the podcast side. When I get back from the break, I got music coming up from Chris Brown, Sleazy World, and some Give On. It's the beat. You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. All right, so Boosie, the dude is 31. His name is Arthur Lee Cofield Jr. Now, he's accused of accessing the account of uh, Sidney Kimmel, whose entertainment company is behind uh, things like cra- Crazy Rich Asians and Moneyball from inside a Georgian prison with a contraband cell phone. Now, what he did was he stole the identity of the of the movie mogul, who he's worth one point five billion. And then he took eight figures out of his accounts and bought a mansion. It's been reported that this is the biggest heist to come out of an American prison. Now, I don't know what the next biggest heist is outside of cigarettes, contraband, drugs and all of that shit. But. Bro, like he got the bag like i want to know what he's actually in prison for you know it might be it it, it might be fraud scamming embezzling and the sad thing is if he could have just not brought nothing and and held it down you know what i mean but wow like how did he like like i like i said i really want to and again um i want to get white he's black obviously obviously the billionaire is white the dude is black okay just want to make sure i want to i want to give uh And again, you know what? I hate it when I be seeing these off-brand Twitter, I mean, uh, Instagram pages, because it's Rap House Reloaded, but Reloaded isn't spelled right. So, yeah. So I'm 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 about to just Google his name real quick. That's all good. Author. Just to make sure it's real, because if it is, man, shout out to him. Like, I need dude to be, you know what I'm saying, Look, I need I need I need part. Like I need to holler at him. But yo, bro, like cut me in. Like real rap, man. I'm down with the scammers. Oh yeah, this is real. I'm not I'm I'm gonna read the article from the Atlanta Journal Constitution, which we hey, all send that to me. No, I got you. I got you. When did so, it come out? When did the story come out? The story was October 7th, so it was a couple of days ago. Wow. Yeah. So, right, so, so it's basically it's basically everything that they uh that they reported. I just like I said, I just want to get to the point where they just mentioned where uh like what dude did, like why he's in prison currently right now. Okay, okay, that's that's all in the way. Wow, so he pled not guilty to charges of conspiracy to commit bank fraud and money laundering. Oh yeah. Well, well he doing what he normally do. It was another day in the office for the boy. No risk it, no biscuit. 
Yeah, man, we'll just leave we'll just leave that as it is, man, because I want to crack some jokes about this shit, but it's like, bro, like, okay, so we'll, we'll, let's make some content. All right, so you scam a billionaire for $4.4 million. What's the first thing you buying? Now, now let's now let's just say for let's just say for the sake of argument, you can get away with this. There's no repercussions. You ain't oh, okay. got you ain't you ain't got to stash money for a lawyer and none of the other stuff. Like you can basically oh, no. con, you can basically get four point four billion from a uh four point four million, excuse me, from a billionaire, scam them out of that, whatever, you get away with it. What you doing with that four point four? Well, the first thing I'm gonna do is probably go buy a, a, a nice cabin mountain and put a studio and everything in it. That's one hundred percent what what I was what I would do, but then again, who knows? You know what I mean? Like I would definitely just sit down and just try to figure it out. You know what I mean? I wouldn't go on no spending spree. I would just you know go ahead and do it. I'll just give you. I'll just give you the um, the the cliche answer. I'm gonna buy my mom and my dad a house. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna you know invest in my ch- my my son's college fund. You know, make sure that he can go to the best school that he wants to. If I gotta bribe some basketball coaches for him to get on the team, make sure that I have that money on deck. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Probably, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, donate, a new, uh, donate a new basketball gym. Have it put in your name. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, real, yeah. real Brett Favre Mississippi stuff. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm glad that you went there. Let's talk about that since we're talking about fraud and scamming. Brett Favre scammed the Mississippi. The state of Mississippi is one of the poorest states in the country. And he stole money from a fund that was designed to help poor people get back on their feet. And it's like, and again, exactly what you just articulated. He used, he tried, I don't know if he tried or did or whatever, but the money was going to be used for his daughter's uh, volleyball team at his alma mater. So Brett Favre volleyball gym or whatever and his daughter is going to be playing in that shit crazy but nothing happened yeah to him, but though, also right? this though but also let's not, let's not forget this he's worked over 60 million dollars so it ain't like he couldn't do it himself he's like hey i'm in a poor state let's take from them you know what i mean and and mind you they ain't really hit him over the hammer like we were just talking about the boston Celtics coach and what happened with him mm-hmm. red fire ain't getting none of that attention the news cycle that moved on for Brett Favre. That's over. That man going about his business. You know what I mean? And man, man, oh man, the welfare queen. And I don't like the justification that people was trying to say is like, well, he's not an active player, so we're not going to talk about it as much. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Pro Football Hall of Famer, a two-time MVP, a Super Bowl champion. Why the fuck not? We not about to talk about this dude. Brett Favre isn't doggone uh some average dude, you know what I'm saying, who played football and all of that shit. Brett Favre is mm-hmm. fucking Brett fucking Favre. Brett Favre. You know what I'm saying? The way John Madden used to always say that nigga name. Brett Favre. That's he's a yeah. guy. We know we know who fucking Brett Favre is. You know what I'm saying? As far as us, you know what I'm saying? I'm, obviously, our younger audience probably don't know who the fuck Brett Favre is. But for the people who have microphones, who can talk that talk and have opinions, we know who the fuck Brett Favre is. I needed that. I needed that in my timeline and my my news article for like a lot of fucking time. Dude, right. these poor people. Anybody? I don't know, bro. Like it's poor people it's, from his own state. He he defrauded his own people that are poor people. Let me ask you this question: Do you think you do jail time? Oh. No, fuck. No me. chance. None. Unless, unless the media, the mob, 
Well, that's not well, well that's not amp, happening. Amp that shit up and keep talking about it and talking about it and talking about it to the point where it's like, hey. Just, no. Hey, just, look, just like we were talking about with the Robert Sarver dude, you was like, how can you get rid of a billionaire? I'm like, yo, if he's bad for business and everybody's like, yo, this dude got to go. And what did Robert Sarver end up having to do? He's selling his team because the media pressure and well, not even necessarily the media. Well, yeah, the the, 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 the team pressure, like there was pressure on him right. to fucking go. So if you apply pressure, but again, who gives a fuck? It's Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Top five states, if you don't remember, I forgot which episode that was. Top five states that black people shouldn't go to. Mississippi was in the top five. We don't give That's a one fuck. That's 100%. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, and you got to remember one thing. If you don't know nothing else about Mississippi, just remember the invisible gun line. Tell them about the invisible gun line, boss. That's all you need to remember. No, I mean... And if and if again for our younger crowd, that's from the movie Life, Eddie Murphy and uh, Martin Lawrence. If y'all know about that gun line, boss, that gun Tell line, about boss. Tell them about that gun line, yeah, man. But yeah, but hey, Brett Fires a new welfare queen, so you know, and, hey, privilege is privilege, baby. No doubt. Let's keep this thing moving because I know that you got a lot to do. You know what I'm saying? Always, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate you for pulling up. Oh, no, it's all good, bro. So I'm let's with see. You. So let's see. Who we who we who we coming out of real quick. All right, we got that. That's that new Drake. Jimmy Cooks on 1670 B Columbus's real hip hop and RB. Shahid's rock with you on your speakers. Boosie Vegas is uh live on the show, live from DC. What up, dude? Alright, so um we talked a little bit about Brett Favre too. If y'all didn't know, Brett Favre scammed his own state of poor people. Nobody else is talking about it, so we decided to talk about it because um, if it was me, I'd be going to jail if I would if I defrauded the government for no going know, to million. jail. No, 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 no. You would already been in jail. Ain't no going. They would have got you the first day, and you know, and you the court of public opinion opinion would have been hanging, stringing you up a long time ago. You would have never got away with it. So don't even worry about it. Wish I was an NFL Hall of Famer and a Super Bowl champion. But uh, let's get into Ye real quick because Ye got blocked. He got canceled from Instagram, so he can't use Instagram. He got suspended from Twitter. Bro, that shit so bad, he had a, a, a interview and a show on the shop with LeBron James and them. And LeBron James and them had to put out a statement like, yeah, we can't air this episode out because we thought he was going to be cool, but he was saying some hateful-ish. Just give, me, just, wow. give me, just, give, just give me a few thoughts about it because Kim Kardashian did some OC stuff too, and Kim Kardashian's going to get some smoke from me. Right. Well, here's the thing about this: Damon Dash said something great, and the last couple of videos I've seen of him, he mentally does not look right. I don't know if you saw the pictures of him walking around with like a busted lip. Um, today they had videos of him in a soul food restaurant, just sitting there eating by himself, talking to himself. So I don't think he's in the right place mentally. I think. There's some real deeper, deeper line issues. And because he's such a celebrity and we're used to him or whatever, um, um, we may not be paying attention to him as much as we should. But if you look, bro, it's some real deep stuff going on with him. And I think this is different than the normal rant getting your attention. And the whole white lives matter thing is one thing, but I think this is something different. So I just think I'm worried about Ye, bro. I'm, I'm really worried about him, straight up. So Little Mo liked a comment that I did on the sources page uh, because that's, Measy, my, that's my girl already. So we're going to talk about that on the podcast side. When I get back from the break, though, I got music coming up from who are we talking about? DJ Khaled, Burner Boy. And I'm going to take you to VA with some Trey songs that can't be. God famous. did. God did. He did. It's actually staying alive. I'm trying to get God did on, but it's a big. 
Yeah, so Little Mo liked my comment. So this is basically what I commented on uh, the sources page. It was actually the source who report. Well, no, the source reported the thing about Kim Kardashian. This is what I said. Why does Kim Kardashian always trying to stop Ye from seeing his kids? Let's be real. Two of those kids is his blood that she did not birth. She need to stop it. At least he said her life matters. The reason why I said that is because on the source had reported that Kim Kardashian is paying for extra security at her children's school following Kanye's rant about white lives matter. Now, this is my thing. Again, I feel strong about what I said. Kim, two of those kids you didn't even birth. Those is his blood, not yours. So if anything, he has more to say about those kids than you, because you did not, because what's the one thing they say about women? I carried the baby for nine months. It came out of my womb. And that's why, you know, we always give women, you know, the, I ain't gonna say the benefit of the doubt, but we give women the leg up when it comes to child custody, divorce, and all of that stuff because of that emotional support of, you know, carrying and the, the baby. labor and the labor. The exactly. The exactly. Kim. I know you're not listening to the SS experience, but if you are, if this, if this floats through your timeline, Kim, you did not give birth to two of those kids. You do not need to be so anal about Ye seeing his kids. Cause I can make the argument of this. Ye always said he just want to see his kids like kids. And you got, you got, you got, well, I don't know if it's children, but you have a child that you always talk about as playing baseball. I have a son yeah. that I always talk about as playing right, basketball. So and I also adopted a daughter as well. So yeah. All right. So you got, so you got kids. Kids can calm adults down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you see the kids, they look like you and all of that stuff. You want to see, you don't want to see your kids growing. Kids kind of make you not be the asshole or the person that you was before kids. I always notice like when I'm around my son, especially out in public, I don't act the same exact way that I would if I was, you know what I'm saying, in the hood or if I was, you know what I'm saying, bopping with the homies and all that because I have to be an example for my son and my son just gives me a calm energy he just gives me a calm sense of being that's why one of the things that i always do just to give you guys a personal note is why i'm always taking my child's mother to court so i can get more time with him because it's for my mental sanity it's just for my health and well-being you know what i'm saying and i think honestly kanye may have the same issues because if you let him see his kids let him be around his kids he might think not to do all that shit because he's not an endangerment to his kids no, right. there's no, there's no story that says that Kanye West is a danger to his kids. All of this ranting shit that he be doing is when he's far away from his kids. And if his kids was around, I can make the argument. That's, that that's a great point. Bro. That's a great point. That is a great point. And we do not know what the emotional attachment. And we do know that he was close to his mother and he's super family oriented. You know what? You're right. But the thing is, it's something going on. And I think we, we at this point, we're spending too much time highlighting and pointing out stuff and not thinking he may really need some help. So I'm just worried about him, you know what I mean? Because he just don't look right. This looks different, Henny. It definitely looks, it's, this looks different. It really does, bro. I mean, I see the beard growing out. His shows don't look the same. They don't look swaggy no more. Like he did a Balenciaga show walking through mud. Mud! Like, like, I don't know if they was outside or if he brought the mud in, which is just he brought the mud in. Yeah, he brought the mud in. Who brings mud in? And then you just a big in it, a big in it, does a big in man. Shout out to Kanye West, man. But, um, I just, I like I said, I, I wanted to talk about that. And then, like I said, I wanted to because, like I said, yay, guys, like he was saying some stuff about the Jewish community. 
And I know that there's probably some Jews in his life that help him get money. And it's like, unfortunately, black people is the only people who are not off limits. You can't talk about gay people. You can't talk about women. You can't talk about the Jews. You can't talk about any of them. But a black person, though, oh, you can nigga and fuck niggas all fucking day long. You know what I'm saying? So um, I don't know what the rhetoric was because I wasn't on Twitter at the time. So I kind of like missed the rant. Uh, not too many people screenshotted it to re-air it or whatever. But um, when LeBron James, bro, is like, yo, I can't even air this episode because you was OC. You was OC if LeBron James and Maverick Carter's like, bro, we can't air this shit. And I really want to see this shit. Like, I'm not... I just, I mean, just just because I like Ye, I like hearing Ye talk. I mean, Ye's a billionaire. Like, we all need to see, you know, you know, he's a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? He got it from the mud. We all remember Kanye West with the little rock chain. Benny Siegel had to protect him because he was taking him around the hood and all of this stuff. He had to pick between Jay and Dame. He picked Jay because, you know, really Jay didn't really want him to rap for real, for real. But Dame was like, no, he can do it. But Jay's more popular, more of a brand. So, like, we all, we all seen Ye come the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, it's like you said, he's going through it and it's just sad to see. Yeah, let's I say we just keep him in prayer and and hope he gets back to being the genius and the trendsetter that he really, you know, is was created to be. Because he is a great black man when he's sane. I just think that's so. yeah. uh let's let's just pray for him, bro. Yeah. And I don't know why people are so up in arms about him saying white lives matter. Like, shouldn't white lives matter? I don't know. Like I don't know if he was saying it with tongue in cheek, but hey, hey well, right. well, well. The thing about him is he know how to get a reaction. See, mm. one thing about Ye, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what Kanye really is. Kanye is America's guilty pleasure. They cannot ignore him. Every year he says something, and everybody responds and reacts for like a whole month or two. You know, slavery was the choice, and you know, uh, I don't know, whatever. America cannot ignore him. So this is his normal yearly rant. And once again, people don't ignore him, though. You know, right. you, you got to think about that. Like, and I do think some of this is calculated because he knows he can get people's attention and they won't ignore him. You know, Trump is a great president, you know, and, and then he'll do it. But think about this, though. He manages his way to get back in everybody's good graces. Just think about it. After all that Trump stuff, he started doing Sunday service. Everybody started loving him for them Sunday services. It's like, wow, he's, you know, he, he didn't found Jesus. So you just never know about it, bro. You just never know. You know? No, that's real. And like I said, like you said, man, just give uh, Kanye West, you know, prayers and all of that stuff because um, he's a genius of our time and of our era. And um, we should not forget that. You know what I'm saying? Amongst all of the, the right. BS and stuff that go, that's going on with him, we shouldn't, um, we shouldn't forget that. Hmm? Hold on, let me click this link real quick. When Leonardo, when Leonardo DiCaprio is on your hip hop station website, we're gonna go ahead and get into it. But before we do, I promised uh, Capo that I would go ahead and do um, a promo for something that we got going on. So new music weekends. As a matter of fact, let me make sure that this, the camera's not glitchy when I do this because I only got one shot pretty much. Or if not, we'll just it'll, it'll just 
speed itself back up. So new music weekends that I do every single weekend, 7 p.m. on 106.7 The Beat, and it also re-airs on my podcast, The SS Experience. Every weekend, I'm talking to some of your favorite music artists. We get into the minds and the thoughts of their musical processes about their new song, their new singles, and we go ahead and play a snippet of it on air just to help, you know, promote the music, promote the culture, go ahead and move it forward. So make sure that every single Saturday that you listen to 106.7 Beat at 7 p.m. for my new music weekends. It's the whole entire show. We're playing um, dope music from your favorite artists. And it's going to be real dope, and it's a real vibe, too. We're really doing this. So make sure that you uh, check that out. Shameless plug out the way. Let's go ahead and keep it moving. So remember what we were talking about earlier with Kodak Black, right? And I kept saying that how many times I'm going to come in and out of a Kodak Black song? Kodak Black Super Gremlin on 106.7 B, Columbus's real hip-hop and R&B. That's that experience live on your radio. Got Bootsy Vegas uh, joining me on the show today. What up, dude? So this is what I was talking about uh, when I said um, Leonardo DiCaprio is on our website on 106.7Beat.com. So Praz has some sort of case going on. And it's like 72 people that's supposed to be testifying against him, like as potential witnesses. And Leonardo DiCaprio is one of them. I'm trying to sc- scroll through this real quickly. I wanted to actually do research beforehand. What did Prize do? do to get 72 witnesses against him? Jeez, somebody, hey, somebody's killing himself. No pun intended. It's crazy. I'm, I'll just read this brief paragraph. DiCaprio and several members of Trump's administration appear among the list of 72 potential witnesses that were filed earlier this week. The seasoned actor appeared on the list due to his known ties to, to Lowe. His 2013 film, The Wolf of... Look, let's just, just keep all of that moving. Like I said, I want y'all to read that for yourselves because on the podcast side, we're going to read a little bit more of it and crack jokes because when the last time you heard from Proz? It's been a while. So... For prize to be in the news, linked up with Leonardo DiCaprio, hilarious. And when I get back from the break, I got music coming up from Chris Brown, Lil Durk, and I got that new Glorilla and Cardi B. That's tomorrow, too. It's to be. I'm about to read this real quick because I'm trying to figure this shit out because the headline is Leonardo DiCaprio and 72 other witnesses could testify at Prize Michelle's trial. Wow. What did he do? Bro, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, where the fuck did this shit coming from? Okay, so... According to a report Politico published on Monday, October 10th, the Fuji's rapper-born Proskel Michel is set to face federal money laundering charges. The trial comes a year after he was indicted for allegedly facilitating an unregistered Bat Channel campaign to 2017 to influence the then-administration of the President of the United States, Donald Trump, and the Department of Justice, both to drop the investigation of Malaysian financier Joe Lowe and 1MDB Investment Company. Why the fuck was Prize involved in that shit? Like, what the, what the fuck was that? I get what's going on, but why was he involved in it of all people? Why Prize? The Fugees. Why? Ooh la la la. At Henny Hardaway 75 on Twitter. Prize. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have, bro, like, I have no idea. I love when I just do a random story that just. Hits my timeline. So, Proz faces charges of wit of wit of witness tampering, conspiracy oh, wow. to commit money laundering, and conspiracy to make false statements to banks. He previously oh, wow. pled not guilty. If convicted, the artist could face five to twenty years in prison. Which Man. we all which we all know he'll take a plea deal and he'll probably serve the, the less than a five or whatever. But boy. Well, hey, 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 hey. 
round up the posse. They be coming around your way. Look out now. Mm-mm-mm. So I don't want to get too much in that because we are talking about the Fuji. So let's spin it to something positive. Lauren Hill might be back on tour with the miseducation of Lauren Hill, 25 year anniversary. You down for that? Yeah. Yeah, but the one thing is we know she's gonna be late. So if you get a ticket in April, don't expect her there until June. So um Man. she may come, but don't be, you know, be on time and pack your patience. Um, but I will say that is one of the most influential albums that ever was created, I think, in hip hop. I think she did something that has never been done before. She fused doo-wop, RB, and hip hop at a level that has not been done since. So, you know, it's crazy because she did a concert and Zion got grandkids. And that's when you know it's been a long time. When she talked about a song about birthing Zion and then he's on stage with grandkids. I'm like, wow, time is moving, bro. Wow, time is definitely moving. And um, on the show yesterday when I did the story, I said a straight fuck you to Columbia Records because because of Columbia Records not like letting her out of her deal, we never got another Lauryn Hill album. So it's it's it's, it's like it's like um, well we got that well we got that acoustic album for MTV with them four chords. If anybody knows music, she used these same four chords and did nine songs. So hey, but you know it was close. We wanted more music from Lauryn Hill. And the simple fact that we could not get more music from Lauryn Hill is is like the biggest crime uh, against hip-hop, R&B, urban music, whatever. Black music, yeah. Black music, yeah, just to say the least. Black music. No, it's crazy because Lauryn Hill literally had the music world in the palm of her hands. She really did. She had the music world in the palm of her hands. And, like, she struck gold twice. She struck gold with that, with that, the score with the Fugees and the Mitch education. It's like, man, like, what, you know, man, what a time to be alive. And she still got, and she got bars. If everybody don't believe she still got bars, listen to Nas' last album, because she's on there. Mm. Um, she still got bars, you know what I mean? But man, what, 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 what could have, should have been. But another issue was, this is word of the curve. Okay, it's, it's a fact. I know this for a fact. Okay. It was five people that did the miseducation. And when she did not give them their credit, they they could never recreate that. But it was it was a five-person team. It was her, two girls, and two guys. And they were called New Jerusalem Productions um, from New Jersey. So I don't know, man. Wow. Yeah, man. But I'm I'm down for the tour. I hope that she uh comes to Columbus, Ohio. That'd be uh That'd be pretty dope, you know what I'm saying, for her to uh, pull up and come through. Like you said, she may be, uh, you know, a little bit late, but I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Just give me some good opening acts. If I got some good seats or, you know, a good area, I'll be cool. You know what I'm saying? I'll be you cool. Were you, were you most definitely asking for that, sir? <laughs> All right, so look, let's go ahead and uh, keep this moving real quick because I want to talk about doggone um, Jamie Foxx being denied entry into Cardi B's birthday party. I think Cardi B just turned 30. And, wow. And um, Jamie Foxx basically had a long, like a, a big entourage that was pretty much in the way. So let's go ahead and uh, get the beat audience on this, which is. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My son is in it. Sanchez, what are you doing? Hold on for one second here. He just dropped some. One second. Stay shot. What are you doing? 
We're keeping all of this in, by the you way. Are. You know what I'm saying? Parenting at its finest. So just to give a little, you know, preview or a little my basic thoughts about this, like, for one, Jamie Foxx, man, what you doing going to a Cardi B birthday party, man? Like, I know I'm getting up there in age, too, and probably it's just one of those things where it's just, like, you just want to be in the in the, the, the party scene or whatever, but Jamie Foxx, you're fucking Jamie Foxx of all people in the world. You're Jamie fucking Foxx. We all remember the Jamie Foxx show. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. We all remember in, in Living Color. You're Jamie fucking Foxx. You know what I'm saying? Why are you going to a Cardi a Cardi B birthday party? Like, I don't think y'all two roll in the same circles, but we got uh Bootsy Vegas uh back real quick. Just um just hop in like double dish, like you always say. Nicki Minaj, super freaky girl on 1067 to beat. Columbus is real hip hop and R and B. Shahid's rock with you and your speakers on the SS experience. Well the wood makes everything good. Got uh Bootsy Vegas live on the show. What so, up, though? So we um like I said, we last story that we about to run into uh, on the podcast side before I continue the radio talk. Jamie Foxx was reportedly denied entry to Cardi B's uh, birthday party out in L.A. Mainly because Fox pulled up with hella fucking people. And the How many man, is hella, Kenny? How many is hella? Well, you know media don't never tell you the number. I said okay. hella because they just like he had a big entourage. So if you have a big entourage, well, how much? Okay, okay, so let's let's... Again, let's go ahead and read this. It's on our website at 1067thebeat.com. So I said the party told the outlet that Fox arrived late to the party and had 10 people in his entourage. So 10 plus 11. No, I mean, 10 plus 1, so that's 11. So late, to the, late to the party, which is a Cardi B party. Like, you're supposed to be on time? What are Everybody's you doing? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's Cardi B. You know what I'm saying? At Hindy Hardaway 75 on Twitter. Should can you be can you be late for a Cardi B party at Handy Hardaway 75 on Twitter? We're gonna keep cracking jokes uh on the B side real quick. When I get back from the break, I got music coming up from Burner Boy Future and Diddy. So you know what it is. It's the beat. And I made a mistake too. We wasn't coming out of uh Nicki Minaj, we was coming out of Lil Baby. I know that shit kind of didn't make sense. Now, this is something that kind of irked me too. I just want to get into this for a brief second. So Nicki Minaj was posting some things talking about like her song is like number one in like urban charts or whatever. And again, I go back to you know what my station does because I read my station's log and I'm here. Nicki Minaj's super freaky girl was played like maybe like the first week and then it wasn't played anymore. So for me, it's like people people play a song because it's Nikki. So you're going to give her the, the opportunity. When it doesn't chart well, I guess, in your particular market, you pull it. But right. then the second that they be like, hey, this is number one and it's banging everywhere else. Then you put it back in rotation. But you right. took it out of rotation. So. And OK, again, so let me ask you this question. Do you think it's a hit song? Look at you. Well, if you got to take that long, the answer is no. I think it's actually one of her better records she's had in a while. It's doing really good up in New York in her area, of but course. it's not doing good in other places or whatever. But exactly. And the other thing is, she, she may be getting off that uh, that block list because you know, uh, after that Miley Cyrus thing, and you know, the record company kind of you know blackballed her. It's good to see she gets some traction. So who knows. I like the first verse of Super Freaky Girls, but I don't like when Nikki does the 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 four different flows all throughout the shit. You know what I'm saying? It kind of it kind of loses me a little bit, but word for word, bar for bar, just listening to this. Like if I'm just looking at the lyrics, I like the lyrics. I like what she's saying in the song, 
Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Rick James sample uh, soup of uh, Super Freak is definitely um, is definitely something that's 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 definitely good. It's definitely good. You know what I mean? So, um, is it a is it a hit song? I probably would say no, not really. Is it is it is it a, is it a good song? I mean, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you play it in a club, would I bop to it? Yeah, but mainly I'm bopping to it because I remember Super Freak. Not because I'm not old, but I'm just saying, like, that that was a song that culturally was something that we all knew, even though a lot of us wasn't there when Rick James actually performed Super Freak in his prime. Well, the interesting thing is, from the, from the thought of what you're saying, it's not even getting played where you at anyway, so obviously it's not a hit. But I do think it's one of her better songs. I do think it's a good comeback song um, in the midst of the climate that was going on right now. But hey, I'm just happy to see that she's no longer blackballed. So welcome back, Nikki, wherever you're at. Welcome back. And how ironic that we started off with a Cardi B story and then talked a little bit about Nicki Minaj. Oh, man, if Cardi B was to hear this shit, mm. she would be so mad because we cut off her story and her time to talk about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> oh, man, why do they have to be beefing, man? I love them both. man. I can't wait for both of them to get a divorce on some old uh, Sonya Curry type shit. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting in the weeds. Uh, well, for something about her, I don't think she's leaving. I mean, I, I don't think she can leave a billion to go to. I don't know what the upgrade is going to be. Um, no, no. Car- yeah, I mean, Cardi B got offset, so that's solid hood shit. Nicki Minaj is just married to a regular dude. That's yeah. like that's like from her childhood or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So probably somebody. Well, that means you that- got a chance. I have a chance, and shit. Offset just got it. Offset got to probably cheat one or two more times. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying? Maybe when uh when Cardi B's children get a little bit more of age, a little bit. That's normally that's normally when it happens. Normally when the kids when the kids are real little, it's like you deal with the bullshit. The second the kids become teenagers and they can function on their own, that's when the divorce starts happening. Yeah, you know the honeymoon is over, baby. It's time for me to get you know soil my royal oaks. Is that what it's called or whatever? Hmm. So um, I've seen pictures from Cardi B's party, though. It was a, a nice little uh, costume party. Offset was in the building. They said uh, her sister Hennessy was there, Glorilla, Ice Spice, OT Genesis, Chance the Rapper, Tyga, Wale, your girl Tiffany Haddish, DDG, Chloe and Halle, uh, Haley Bailey, uh, Sincere, YG. So it was, it, was some pe- it was some people there. It was, some, it was definitely some people there. To, uh, but to I want Jamie Foxx in there. I want Jamie in there. If it ain't got Jamie Foxx, I don't want to hear about it. Blame it on the, blame it on the a- 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 alcohol. Give me money. Anyway. Yeah, man. Like, man, you could have, man, Jamie Foxx could have performed in that bitch for real, yeah. for real. You know what I'm saying? Did some impressions of Wanda. You know what I'm saying? Gave you some little bit of songs. Like, okay, let me, all right, so let me ask you this. So you're a, a you're, are we calling Cardi B an A-list celebrity? 100%. Is Jamie Foxx an A-list celebrity? Well, I think so. I believe so too. All of the movies that he did, like Jamie Foxx at one time, he was in that Denzel Will Smith category of acting. He doesn't do a lot of movies like that, but that I want to say between uh, 2008 to maybe 2013, give or take that, that like that was his movie. Prime. I was just watching a movie that he was in uh, law abiding citizens, him and uh, Gerald Butler. Very oh, wow. good, very, very good movie. Very good. Well, the thing about him is that man had a number one movie and a number one album in the same year with Ray and um and, and that album, uh uh Unpredictable. Unpredictable. So yeah. 
Put some respect on his name. All right, so so all right, so so both of them are A-list celebrities. Let's say you're an A-list celebrity. Jamie Foxx or any A-list celebrity is pulling up, but he got ten he got ten people with him though. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it seemed like on the guest list it was like celebrities maybe had a plus one at the most. Is that, that's what it kind of seemed like the vibes was. Like it wasn't that many people because it didn't seem like it was like at a nightclub. But are you turning down Jamie Foxx or A-list celebrity? Because they have ten people now. Now it said the doorman did it, not necessarily Cardi herself did it, but mm. the order, the cold red had to be ordered from somebody at some point in time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whether, whether she said to told the doorman only whatever. You know what I'm saying? But you letting Jamie Fox or a list celebrity in your party, even if they take. I'm letting Jamie Fox in on GP because he gonna live the party up. He's funny. He's great to be around. He's a wild guy. I've been in parties with him before. He's great to be around. I went to a party one time at Dream in DC and he was hosting and he did Ray Charles literally for 15, 20 minutes. He just kept saying, I don't think I do what to do, baby. Like he he just went into character. So Jamie Foxx can absolutely, he could come to my party because he would liven it up. And I would love to see a Mike Tyson um, impersonation too. Wow. Yeah, that too. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I that, like Wanda, all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, Jamie, just just do you. Here's the mic. Do, do you. Either sing or, or whatever. Just do you. I oh, know no, the mic I, in your hands is straight. And I've seen him do that. I actually witnessed him do that. He will do that. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Ain't no way he ain't getting in. Yeah, so Cardi B, the doorman. Well, I'll say the doorman. I'm not, I'm not going to put Cardi B name in it, even though it was her party. But doorman. Are you, was you Deuce young? Was you? Douchebag of the week? He could be douchebag of the day. Yeah, he definitely could be. Because doorman, because doorman, what are you? 25? 24? You know who you don't know who the fuck Jamie Foxx is? Cause that's what I'm gonna chalk it to. Doorman, you must have been young as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You must have just been a big young. Yeah, dude. but somebody had to tell him, Henny. Somebody had to be like, hey, bro, that's Jamie Foxx. But who but how do you get that message out to Cardi B? Like, like, like somebody be like, hey, you know, you know, Jamie Foxx outside, but he's like 10 deep, like. I want to know who ordered the cold red. You know what I'm saying? I'll put that on the poll later. At Henny Hardaway 75, at Cardi B's party, who ordered the cold red? That's all I want to know. So, That's a um, great question. Let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah, we we, we definitely need to. And I'm going to have the options there on the uh, on the Twitter page. So, uh, Boosie Vegas, man, it was just a duo today. But uh, final thoughts on anything? No, man, it's all good. I love doing it. Thank you, as always, for having me. Shout out to 106.7. Columbus to beat. I love you guys, and I may be coming to see y'all soon. You bring it, Raheem Devon, right? One hundred percent. Hey man, I definitely, def- definitely uh, need that sit down. Um, my final thoughts. Uh, I'll just go back to what I said on the podcast side. Kim Kardashian, get over yourself. And if you know what I'm talking about, just go back and listen to the podcast side. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Cause um, yeah, man, Kim, you in the way, man. Let Ye see them kids. It'll be better for his mental health. So, Boosie, man, it's always uh, good to have you on the show, man. Thank you for uh, joining. 100%, man. Thank you, bro. You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG.